Welcome to the Drop Doctors Podcast, your weekly dose of fantasy footy content. G'day everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Draft Doctors. I'm your host Stevie Fears and just before Chris Kelly gets into me on Twitter, I promise you the new intro will be here very, very soon. Uh, everything's lined up. We're just waiting on our master vocal performer. I promise. I promise we're closer and it's being worked on. Come on. I don't need the hate. Anyway, listeners, massive week in footy and uh, here to talk about it and all things waivers. He's the man from the the state with more Greens representatives than like anywhere. Cam, what's what's going on up there? Oh, just look, it's very green, but all I'm hearing is that I, I, I think I can maybe sunset my, my Craig Kelly burner Twitter account. It, it seems like it's working. The push is working. Uh, is that what's going on? No, Chris. Chris? It's not Craig. Craig's the the bad dude who got like the politician guy, wasn't it? Oh, right. I don't know. Is it Chris Kelly? I think so. Chris, Chris is the best. Yeah, the best. he's not. I don't need it. <laughs> anyway, he's back. Stato, what's happened? We, you, you're you're a regular these days. Thanks, big fella. <laughs> um, <laughs> can I just say, um, well done on the the craft doctors. Uh, it's a great pod and very enjoyable listen. Uh, what you're trying to achieve is is certainly getting massive ticks in the box. So, so well done. It was actually really good to hear from Hef during the week. Um, but there was something in the conversation that just sparked my interest a little bit. So um, just for our listeners, uh, Christmas 2020, when half the country was open and the eastern seaboard was basically closed, there was an outbreak thanks to the security guards in, in Melbourne. There was an outbreak in New South Wales and we are just starting to get a few scares in the Brisbane beach area, etc. So I took some holidays from Darwin and spent some time in Perth and then swung over and spent a little bit of time in Adelaide and caught up with some friends and family. Um, so when I was in Adelaide, um, I invited Doss and, and the Keeper boys for, for a drink. Um, just to let you all know, a little bit like the voiceover work that's getting done, uh, Doss avoided me and made an excuse every single night. But um, Hef decided to uh, join in, so he picked the place. Um, we had a few drinks, a really enjoyable chat, um, pretty similar to what the chat was on in the, the Craft Doctors. Um, he talked to me about his love of craft beer and that he was really keen to try one that was available at the place we were at. So me being the kind and generous person that I am, purchased it for him and gesture of good faith and, you know, connection between two draft-type uh, podcasts. Um, at the end of our session, which wasn't overly long, but it was a quite enjoyable session, um, Hef actually gave me a gift um, and got us to pose <laughs> for a bit of a photo. Um, and I thought it was just very nice, them, you know, being very friendly and a bit of love and respect for, for the draft doctors. Uh, thought it was fantastic. But listening to your pod, I, I realised it was him just getting rid of all this uh, overstocking of merch that he actually had in his place because it was one of the T-shirts that have clogged up in his mm. boxes sitting at home. So, so Hef, I'm glad I helped you clean up your place, mate. St- Sato, did he ask you to pay? 
Well, I suppose I did buy him a, a craft beer, so I suppose I did pay in a, a little way. But uh, no, it was a nice gesture. But um, when he said that on his uh, on the podcast, I just had a little giggle to myself, thinking you were just trying to get rid of the extra stock. I I, I wish that was a joke. Motherfucker <laughs> asked me to pay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but. It. But a photo with the statesman uh, probably goes a little bit better on social media than, than Cam. So they were getting a little bit of free promo air as well. I was looking. Sure, you got to hit, got to hit those older listeners. That's for sure. I was actually looking all right in that photo. I don't know if you photoshopped it, it, it or not. Looked hot fire, mate. Well done. <laughs> all right, uh, football to to statesman's modelling career. What a transition. I <laughs> must say that. Uh, Seinfeld, where they're, they're giving away the muffin tops or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah. Speaking of Seinfeld, uh, the library cop died. Whew. Oh, really? Which, yeah, so Costanza. we got to watch that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can't stand you. No, no. The, the library, the library cop. cop. That was the same episode. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was the coach that used to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we got to watch that. But, oof. Anyway, what a great bit of uh, television that was. Anyway. Uh, Stato, I believe you noticed something in the yeah, football. A bit of a trend. bit of a trend. Well, I want to see if it's a trend. Now, now, granted, it is by round, so therefore we've got a little less data than normal, and I've only concentrated on the, on this round because it just sparked an interest seeing the scores pop through and watching the footy on the weekend. But it in, did interest me with the number of key forwards that we did find with fieldable scores this week. Normally, it's the only the occasional key forward that is worth discussing in the AFL fantasy format, um, accepting that it's a little bit different in your alt-right uh, game that you play, Steve. That's um, fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, but I, I just this is just this week, so only six games. But Todd Marshall, 104. Tex Walker, 94. Peter Wright, 89. Jake Waterman, 88. Aaron Norton, 81. Sam Reed, 80. But also fieldable were... Jeremy Finlayson, now granted he's playing a bit of part ruck uh, role. Lance Franklin, Jeremy Cameron, Jesse Hogan, Tom Lynch, Josh Shackey, uh, again, um, filling, giving English a little bit of a rest here and there, and Harry Mackay. So that's a lot of key position forwards that would have done a good job for you this week, especially being the buy rounds. It would have given everyone a fair bit of loose. Now, um, I, I want to see if this is becoming a trend. So I'm actually going to go back and have a look through the, the data of the, um, the last four or five rounds and then go the next three. So once I get captured six or seven rounds, I'll just see if this is becoming part of the impact from the stand rule, which we saw an explosion at the beginning of last year. I think the first six rounds, including people like Tex Walker, just smashed it and then it really settled down. But it seems to be coming back right now. Or could it be potentially a change of the styles of play that are starting to come into vogue? So a lot more Richmond-type game styles seem to be popping through. So the run and gun, get it forward down as quickly as we possibly can. So I'm going to have a look at this trend and see what's happening. But it's just so interesting seeing so many key forwards with decent scores from only six game sample. That's just quite remarkable and not heard of. And maybe we should start wavering a, a few more key forwards. 
Yeah, it's always interesting. I was actually playing against um, Marshall in my home league, and I'm like, man, getting dogged by fucking Todd Marshall. How unlucky am I? But I went back and had a look at his last couple of months. He's yeah. been pretty serviceable. Yep, and um, this is him dropping marks every second time it comes to him. So once it comes together, this bloke's going to explode. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that we sort of said at the... I mean, we say most of the time at the start of the year over the last few years that forwards will emerge... Uh, we don't know who they'll be. This is in draft season. It's just a, a matter of having that open mind about how... I know you're talking about a game style change, but it's just having that open mind that there'll be usable guys down the line. Yep. Uh, I think there was like something really interesting in the Western Bulldogs GWS game with this. Like There, there was, I think it was the first two quarters that I saw, it, it was like really free-flowing gameplay. Yep. And, and it was like, you know, the, mid, the mids kind of didn't matter. It would go through them in one touch straight to the forwards and the forwards are taking a mark, kicking a goal. Like it, it, if the stand, as you're saying, Stato, like if the stand rule is starting to like drive that significant gameplay change, then for sure those key forwards look awesome, to be honest. And so does the game, to be honest. Um, yeah. The game's looking terrific. great. Super good. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be interesting to see. And it certainly helps because some of those guys are picking up uh, ruck status and we know there's obviously rucks going down left, right and centre. So maybe you can just slip them on in and and get away with a, a 70. Just slip it in? Slip just it in. slip it in. Did I tell you I broke my Q-tip um, last when week? You slip, so when you slip you slip, the, you slip the tip in It's um, and it broke. It Oofed. broke. Oofed. I know, and we had the snooker tournament last night, so I had to play with a club cue. Oh, no. Ooh. How was so, the performance? No, I got smoked. I just couldn't cue. Like, it had this big fucking chunky tip on it instead of my nice little small tip. I've got a real small tip. Um, so so you, 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 couldn't get <laughs> the, you couldn't get the tip in, and your performance wasn't good. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Waivers. <laughs> Waivers. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of action on the waivers this week. Some big injuries. Um, why don't you start at the tippy top, Cam? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, the whole time I'm looking at you with a freshly like viewers need to understand, right? He's talking about tips. Motherfucker's got a really clean shaven head. What did you call him? If you remember John Really, who used to play NBL, it's like it's like John Really. It's just the skull. <laughs> What'd you call um, him, Ken? Oh, did you just call him a motherfucker? No, something G-rated. It was, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, Monster Trucker. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> something. Really I'm going to go obvious. back and listen to that type. <laughs> um, so look, couple couple from me. Uh, I had Jack Lacocious a couple of weeks away unclear what the Suns are doing in the back half after, you know, clearly a bad injury to Will Powell, clearly a hamstring to Connor Buderick. There's some issues there. I think they'll bring in uh, Rory Thompson. Uh, We discussed in the chat earlier. It's probably a a good move, but it actually does make him a little bit tall back there. So I'm kind of wondering if, you know, there's a world where Lukosius actually shifts backwards uh, again, potentially. Anyway, 64% owned. There's an opportunity there. Um, wouldn't mind Sam Reed. I know you mentioned him a little bit. Uh, oh, stay, Can I just uh, jump stay. in there? I'd, I'd be... Yeah. That Gold Coast situation, like, 
Lukosius is probably a month away. He's three. It's, I reckon two away. Two. But they're playing, and like the other thing is, they're playing Port this week. Port, worst team to run a defender against. Like just shocking. So I think you don't have to rush on that situation if you're looking for a defender. Like if you want to pick up Jack Bowes, that's fine. But I don't think it's a must add that situation. Like I think you can watch how it shakes out with this week. Yeah, nice one. Nice. Um, I kind of think Sam Reed is actually a really good lock-in this week. Uh, 51%. Been totally fine. Like 80 average, something around there. Probably a little bit better in Supercoach. Has the Bombers and the Saints on deck. Saints floundering a little bit. Uh, and Stato, as you were saying, like I think there's maybe a little bit of upside to key forwards. Uh, and especially the Swans, who feel pretty good using it going in. Um not going to be super great, but again, those matchups make it a bit tasty. Uh, and the next three, uh, well, sorry, the next two are, are Bombers players. So Ben Hobbs and Archie Perkins, 72 and 64% owned. I reckon both of these guys listed forward probably have a 68 floor for the rest of the season. So like, if you're looking for an F5 type, you're looking around at your forward type. And you're keen to make sure that you don't have any of those 20, 30 scores that can be a bit fluctuating with some of the other waiver wire pickups. They're probably the right people. And, you know, Ben Hobbs has been averaging 79 for the last two games. Uh, Archie Perkins, Steve, you mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, he's moved into the midfield a little bit more. Um, I, I think they're, they're still probably on the waiver and there's a good opportunity there to get them in. Uh, to round out your team. And then finally, just a, a bit of a speculative pick, Jake Waterman. Eagles have been terrible all year. Everyone knows that. He's 20% owned, but all of a sudden they have all of their midfield back. And he's been scoring like 80s. You know, like I feel like there's not much downside. He gets up the ground, takes marks, gets involved in the center square. Like there's, there's... You know, it takes marks on the wing. I, I think he's the type of player who could be, um, you know, especially at this stagey fantasy fantasy season and with the state of the Eagles, he could be really good. Yeah, I think we'll, Stato and I were both interested in him in the preseason, just hadn't had a good run at it. Stato, what do you got there? Yeah, only a few more to add on to that. Bailey Williams, I think, is one still worthwhile defender who's playing on the wing. Um, he's had a 91, 88, 84 and 72 in his last four. Um, and another one of interest that I've just seen a bit of a um, uh, an increase of output since the new coach come in is Adam Kennedy. Uh, so 76% owned, so not a lot of leagues got him available, but the shallow ones do. It's an average of 81 in his last three games under the new coach, so that's pretty impressive. Um, and Todd Marshall uh, as well, 66% owned. He's really starting to put it together. He's got an 80 average over his last four games, including the ton on the weekend. Uh, for the deep ones, um, Aiden Kaur, uh, 29% own, he's averaging 78 in his past four games um, and he's in a back line that's going to see plenty of the football, that's for sure. A uh, little bit of interest in Michael Hibbard and I know that's sort of going back to future, but 14% owned. Uh, there are a few defenders down at the moment, 73 in his first game back. Um, Patrick Parnell, um, a really good little goer, um, 
uh, 7% owned, uh, gets knocked around a bit. I think he uh, spends more time with the medical team than he actually does out in the field, but gave us a nice 75 uh, this week. And last but not least, uh, he's out of fat camp and back in the team. It's Ryan Burns, 18% owned uh, centre forward, uh, and he's certainly one that can find the pill. Uh, only 64 in his first game back, but we know he's got a ceiling, this boy. Did, did Parnell get injured? <clears throat> uh, only three times during the game, but he finished finished off the game. Nice. Classic Parnell. Yep. Two yeah, games, a... two games, and uh, four times with a medical team. <laughs> Make them earn their bucks. Um, yeah, I just got a couple to add, and that's Jeremy Finlayson, sixty-one uh, percent. Obviously, um, what's his chops? Treacle, Teacle, um didn't finish the game out, so he could do worse. I dropped him, of course, and um, you know, so that's why he he got the clear run at it. And Isaac Rankin's still only fifty-two percent owned. He is just. Kicking it in the dick, as they say. Um, and Tommy Tommy Barras, 22% owned for the deeper leagues. He's put a couple serviceable oh, scores together for in real? the last uh, six weeks. Yeah. So Witherden was dropped. McGovern's dead. Loves it. Love, another man who loves the medical tent. Jesus. Um, he could do worse, maybe. Anyway, trade targets. I'm going to kick it off. I am looking to buy. Now, look, again, people, the really cheap trades are the ones that are really easy to push through. I'm trading for the pride of Portland, Rowan Marshall. He should be absolutely dirt buckets cheap. It's a stash play. It's a stash play. Uh, Paddy Ryder, we know, also loves an injury. But round 19, they got West Coast. And round 20, they got Hawthorne. So they're pretty favorable matchups. This could be a league-winning move if, if, say, Ryder goes down. Even... Still, I think he's a, a rosterable player in those sort of situations. So, again, he's going to cost you just nothing. Mm. Yep, fair call. Like it, mate. Soda? Um, yeah, I'm going for a general one. Um, we don't know what's going to happen yet, but there's going to be some opportunities at the Gold Coast. So I think this is one you need to uh, to wait um, to see what comes out of the wash this week. But there are going to be some players that get much better opportunity So effectively, what they're going to have is a wing position free, Um, and that's Powell. He was spending the whole game on the wing. So there's that uh, wing attendance position that's available, and they'll have a halfback flanker. Now, in-game today, it was Swallow that went back to the halfback flank, um, and it was uh, Bowes uh, or Bowes. It's Bowes, isn't it? It's oh, Bose. surely. Bose. Uh, so Bose went on to the wing. But on a on a natural situation, uh, I think we saw last year that uh, Powell, Bose and um, Lacocious were all interchangeable in the halfback. So I'm expecting uh, the Bose will actually go back there, which gives an opportunity um, for Swallow to continue his role forward mid. Um, and it's finding where they put the wing. now. Uh, Elijah Hollands might be one. Um, you obviously got a, a dead set superstar in in the making that can pop straight on to the, to the wing, but he seems to be getting dropped 
every second and third week. So I'll be interested to see what happens there. But I just think there's some great opportunities at Gold Coast and I'll be hitting up their fit players because they're going to get some uh, opportunities to explore and expand their roles. Who's the, who's the superstar that's getting dropped? Um, Sharp? Just, yeah, Sharp. Jeremy Sharp. Sharp. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They wrote his name up as Jeremy Sharp in the VFL report. That's <laughs> not good. <laughs> Jeremy. It's not good. Not good. Can't be good. Cam, who are you trading for? Uh, well, as both of you know, um, I haven't prepared for this show. So. Mm. Excellent. Mm. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's pretty normal. Yeah, pretty normal. Look, I don't want to oversell it, but it, I still think Jack Billings is a pretty good buy. Fuck off. You could just Fuck. lied and said something like, <laughs> Jake Lloyd had 48 today. Just buy Jake Lloyd. Against Port. It'll cost you nothing. Anyway, on to the award nominations. Yes. Uh, let's kick it off with the players getting a game before Fiorini. Ooh, God. There's going to be a heap of them next week. Charlie Constable. Next week. That's oh, I'm, next, going next with, week. I'm going with Alex Davies this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Did a play? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, Who he knew? Right, right, ahead right. of... Oh, yeah, okay. it's the game. Cam, it's what we do. Uh, do John Jarrett, junk time. Oh, uh, so I've got a few nominations, but I, I want to give one special uh, mention to our third quarter blitz. Uh, junk time is generally the end of the game when everything's settling up, but McRae got 61 points in the third term. He was wow. just massive. But last quarter specialist, um, and, and I think there's one clear winner here, but... Jordan Dawson uh, gave us 42 points in the last quarter this week. Uh, Toby, I'm a fucking gun green, uh, gave us uh, 45 points. And how about those seven goals, Cam? You must have been going, why did I bag this bloke? Why did I think he was shit ass? Why, why did I disgrace myself internationally <laughs> on a podcast and say the bloke was shit? No, no, oh. he's a fucking gun. Uh, and uh, I think I think the winner here is a bloke that got dropped a few weeks ago and he smacked out 49 points in the last quarter when they're getting a surprise victory with two players down injured, and that's Carl Amon. Yeah, big move on Carl Amon, for sure. Agreed. No, oh, the other Gresh. one, Jade, Jade Gresh, yeah. 58 points. Oh, really? Quarter. Shit, I didn't see that one. There you go. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's probably because I just didn't want to listen to Doss tell me how much he got in the last quarter. You know what's amazing about that last quarter? So he scored 58 points in half a quarter. Wow. Big. God, Big. That, that's, that almost that's sounds it. like uh, uh, 65% of the time it works every time. And and you know what, like it's it's the front part of the quarter, which again it goes back to: are we talking about the bush or the? There was a lot of bush. There was there, that man. That what man. about the tip? Yeah, this feels like the tip. Got, the tip got lost in the bush. No, but this tip was showing. It was a hairy bush, <laughs> and there was tip. Like that's mm. a that's some junk. Jesus Christ! What that just shows how much bush there was. Oh, yeah. All I right. Think this is, I Help think we're me, talking people. about 
we're talking about the dick in this instance. Right, Poor Jason. Can I say that from this disappears? This disappears, isn't it? Um, this what? gets totally lost. The this Jade, is on brand. No, the Jade Gresham 58 points. Yeah. Well, Jack Steele's back in next week. Yeah. Yeah, it's fair. Oh, I actually think he's been doing pretty well all year, even when Jack Steele was in the team, though. Yeah, but like, he's, he's, he's been, only averaging high 80s. He's been fine. No, he wasn't. Uh, I think he'll be good. He's fine. Um, yeah, ball adjacent. Ah. Oh. Um... Bobby Tarrant. Uh, yeah. He got injured, didn't he? No, he played 110 I, minutes, mate, for 10 points from four touches. I was thinking him or Ben Patton. I had Wait. Zach Sproul. Oofed! Three disposals, 80%, had, and took had, CBAs. And How took CBAs. Smirch the Sproul. He was the relief rock. <laughs> Take that, Zach. Yeah, look, let's agree. It's Probably the sprawl. That's a, a sprawling. Take that. Um, and Amber Heard, the Amber Heard of the week. Who did we talk about in the chat just before? Well, I had Joe Biden because he can't ride a bike and he's the, the president of America. What do you mean he true. can't ride he a bike? Well, he can't ride a bike. bike. Shouldn't you know that when you're 80 or 100 or whatever the hell he is? I've heard that you never forget how to ride a bike. I've, had, I've heard that. Probably the senility thing might... You know, might be real. This what this what this all comes down to is Steve's alt right fantasy for you know his super coach, and now his bag now. Yeah, Biden. that's it. He's Classic just going the Repu- yep Republican the, all the way. He's all these about things secretly supporting and sending funds to Trump. These things didn't happen under Scomo. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Poorest man in fantasy sending funds to Trump. Yeah, isn't this guy is. That's that's completely on brand, though, right? <laughs> and, and this is why he hates Emma talking about COVID because he still doesn't believe it exists. I can't see it. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, your Amber Heard's. Did you have one, Cam? Did you prepare one, or was it just oh, your preparations? That's your Amber Heard. Jono prepared for me, hey, ah, ah, but also accurate. Uh, Jono Casbolt. For sure. Actually, there is one. Yeah, but how many? He kicks snags in a winning team. Now, now this is a little bit harsh, but he shat the bed in every single format for me this week, and that's um, um, sore cheek butters. So he got injured. He finds a way to get injured every week. He he is made of paper at this point. No, um, he's just an idiot and gets himself in very weird places. Like the Port Adelaide team. All right. <laughs> <laughs> On to the listener questions. Uh, Frio asks, Ruck options if needed for those who have Bruce and Flynn. If teams are allowed shitting the bed award, surely the Saints. Yeah, that's a good point. Ruck options. Uh, well, obviously there's um, someone that's going to be um, selected for, for GWS, and I don't know who they've got available. Is it Biggs? Here in Biggs? Yeah, um, it, it could be. I just don't know whether he's um, fit. I might have to have a look at the uh, the injury list. But 
I might have a quick look on the waivers. Uh, I had um, Draper's 77%. They got the Eagles. I mean... Hmm. Yeah. Could do worse. Yeah, but you could do a hell of a lot better too. He's um he's he's a good one for getting thirties and forties. Um, that's the problem. Um, well, the interesting part is if Darcy Fort plays, um, so he may be an option. Um, and the other one, um, if you're an ultimate footy, is actually go Mason Cox. Um, so he is, they've determined he's only 15% owned. There you go. Um, so he's going to be available. And the coaching staff have been talking about this week after his ton last week saying, uh, oh my God, this seven foot bloke is actually a ruck forward, not a forward ruck or a forward player like they've taken all the time. Who would have guessed? Unbelievable. Carl asks, do I shit myself and sell Cumdog Millionaire? Only one bad game, but Himmelberg seems to have munted his role. I actually don't think it's Himmelberg that's munted his role. I think it's Lucky Ash went back a little bit this week. and I think it might have been the combination of those two that made him unmuted this week. I don't know what's happening to your voice, man. No, it's never been good, but it's much worse now. Mm. Ah. Am I... Better now? Yeah. So what did you say, mate? I was just saying, uh, I, I don't think it was him. I don't think it was, I don't know. It doesn't even Do you me. sell him? That's all we need to know. No. Himmelberg? Is that what you're saying? No, you no, sell you're selling, him. no. Um, Isaac Cumming. You oh, no. sell him no. either. No, you don't. No. And no. PS is Soligo. Legit. Comes up uh, yeah, yeah. No, he is. Um, but in saying that, I only expect 60s and 70s this year, but a big-time keeper league option. He's got Greg. a game. Well, you wanted to go quick, Stato. I'm cutting you off. You no, good. <laughs> Should the Amber Hurdle be awarded to the loser of the solo Sunday game during the buys? Scheduling failure. Yeah, it is a scheduling failure. Jeez, it's been tough, hasn't it? Like, I was trying to get through today and... All of a sudden, I, I get to two o'clock and I see the matchup between Gold Coast Suns and Adelaide, and I'm like, "Oh, jeez." But I, I work on the other side. I actually really like the buys, but part of that is the, the fantasy driven. Um, so it's, it, this really works well with the strategies that I like, the, the game theory and strategies. But I love Thursday night footy. So having footy for four days, if 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 I could have five days of footy, I'd be happy. Stato, that opinion. Can get in the fucking bin. Oh, that's all right. I I don't have to please you. It's not part of my requirement in life to make you happy, Cam. Breaking news. All right, Russ <laughs> says it's great to see a coach play Cogs in his best position. With Tirano back, does he, Kelly, or Green lose any scoring? Yeah, it's it's a hard one to tell. Um, because we haven't seen Taranto in there. It's just going to be the hindsight call. We can all have a an opinion. I, I would assume that Taranto is a slowly back, but if you work on um, his theory, where's his best position? Well, it's in the guts, isn't it? 
Well, you know what's really interesting, right? The last three of Josh Kelly, as opposed to pre, you know, coach swap out, he's averaging 84 in his last three. Got and tagged was... pretty high on one of them. Oh, there were, no, 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 yeah. he, he, no, no, it's not. Yeah, yeah I'm, hearing, I'm hearing you, but, it, but it's still something to keep a watch on, right? Like he's maybe not got the ceiling that we saw because he's playing a slightly different role. So this is this is what he has done since the new coach. 124, 120, a tagged 95, like tagged to the end of his life. So it was Kane Turner, number 28, North Melbourne, stuck on him, and he should have had about 10 free kicks, mind you. Um, and then he scored a 73 against the hardest midfield to score against the Western Bulldogs in a loss. When did the, when did the coach change? Um, uh, first game under the new coach was West Coast Eagles, round 10. Fair enough. Some good matchups there. Ollie said, uh, with positional matchups, does the last three to five average become more important? Now, teams are changing styles, have players returning like West Coast Eagles, GWS, Essendon, etc. I wait, like, say if you wanted to talk about my matchup chart, I wait it. So, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Easy peasy. Is it time to jump on Lockie Ash and Perkins after this week's performance's new role? Lockie Ash and Perkinson. Uh, Perkins, yeah, I like them both. I think they're both more keepers than than one season players, but um, I really like Ash. But he was much better last year as a the half back player, wasn't he? He's was averaging eighty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does Himmelberg hold this role? Oh, I, I didn't bring him in in off brand formats this week. Because they brought in two defenders, dropped a forward. That was the selection um, at the start before Ruckman came out. Um, and was also the talk of the coach going, he's a great swing man. We've got to discuss this. So maybe a swinging back forward is an option. So you still got Phil Davis to come back. Haynes come back this week. The debutant come in as a sort of a mid-sized defender. So I was fearful then. I'll continue to be fearful. Um, but he's helping you get wins at the moment. So take the punt, I reckon. Yeah, there's no there's no one in your league that will trade for him. So you may, like... You oh, reckon? You reckon people will trade for him? Yeah, absolutely. Him? I reckon they would, yeah. Why? In in form, in the last three games, he's the number one forward. Have I you seen you. No, because, you. Because I've been on Twitter and people are like, Jizzing for Himmelberg, that's why. I get it, but that's classic. Like I, I feel like that's that classic. that impacts draft. Yeah, I get I get it, but there's no way there's no way with the the potential anyone that's clued in is hearing I'm potentially gonna swing forward Himmelberg in the next couple of weeks. Right? Surely I, no, I one, disagree. no one's gonna pay up for that. I reckon listeners out there, if you wanted to trade Himmelberg, tell us what you get and we'll prove Cam wrong. Yeah, I'm really keen on that. Can yeah. we can we just stop the pod for a sec? And um, Cam, don't listen to this bit. But Steve, um, when we're talking to Cam and he's saying <laughs> yes, he gets us, 
<laughs> and the fact he understands his point, but he still argues against it. What does that mean? It's um, it's the heat. It's All the right. heat. It's the heat. Okay. You know those those green those greenies. Yeah, they, yeah, they, that, that's true. Fucking yeah, yeah. bit of bit of political disruption. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. I'm sorry. You can, you can, you can, you can start listening again, Cam, and let's go back to the pod now. And does Darcy Cameron return to sixties once Grundy is back? Yes, um, but be careful now because of what the coaches said. I'm trying to think where I heard this. It might have been the Hardball Bets podcast um, where they talked about McRae's comments regarding Cox being a uh, a, a ruckman forward, not a forward. So he could be impacted sooner before even Brody comes. Brody before Grody Grundy Brody comes back. Grody Grundy. Yeah, slowly get that out. It's the age, dementia, brain fog from COVID. Thank you, Joe. Ollie asks any role change. Have you Joe. been bike riding lately? <laughs> uh, I have role? no evidence. It's like me having sex. I have no evidence of it. <laughs> you love to see that. <laughs> you love to see that. <laughs> Alrighty. Any role changes you've noticed over the past few weeks outside of HH, Back, and Perkins more into the mids? Uh, obviously the GWS, and you've got some Gold Coast coming just forced through the injuries. But I don't think there's in, anything else that's been sticking out for us. I suppose um, Finlayson uh, at Port Adelaide and, and with Tickle going down and them very hesitant to use Hayes and they've been successful without Hayes for the last two games quite comfortably against good opponents, I, I think you'll see that Finlayson will continue being predominantly a ruck. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Nothing, nothing screams at me at the top of my head. Uh, Cam Hawkins nominations: Jade Gresham, JJ JT. Yep, Zach Sproul. Yep, and Sydney Swans for the Amber Heard Award. No boat grey or senior ruck and still lost. Wow, that's a fair call. Mm. I tipped the port. Did you really? Yeah, port. Tip port. So, no upset in my mind. Uh, Aaron is buying Luke Jackson stonks. They've got the worst matchup for Ruckman this week. So Luke Jackson will be one out against Brisbane. Um, and mm. Brisbane are the, the greatest uh, stoppers. Actually, Melbourne are number two, but that's with Gorn and Jackson. Um, but I, I think with um, Gorn out three to five, they're talking about. But as we yeah. know, Cindy, you can be quicker, but you can also be a hell of a lot longer. Um, and I think with Ruckman, you need to be a little bit more cautious with Cindy. Um, that I'll be buying it, but don't expect um, too much sugar for week one against Brisbane. Uh, is Dersma also stonks up? Oh, yeah. Liking me some Dersma. And Yo for defender status in round 17. Uh, yes, if he keeps playing that role, but you have to do six rounds. Isn't no, it's ten. I think for this. Oh, is it really? There's a heap. There's a heap of how many games? How many games did he play before he got injured? Oh, I reckon he'll struggle. Yeah, to be honest, it'll be 
If he qualifies and, and he keeps this role, 100% yes. Um, I don't know if it's um, if it's yeah. definite, but I, I like the look of it, to be honest, which is going back to the future. That's where he played in Brisbane. Yeah, for sure. Packinson, you have the option of having a few tins with Stephen May, Jordan Ngoi, or handsome Tom Lynch. Is it time to stop drinking? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Correct. 100% correct. Why would you want... Uh, there's no way I'd want to have a beer with any footballer. Uh, also, can Ridley now be considered a bust or will he come yeah. good? Yeah, it's a really good call. But he's playing a stopping role. Um, and there's probably two or three others that could fit in. We we thought he was going to be freed up with Kelly. Kelly's playing. Yeah. They just they got so many dudes like running off the half-back now. Yeah, they've got the runners, you're right, rebounding and... and they just brought in another one this week. Yeah. And where where he was super good was intercepting, and he just doesn't have that role either. But so most sort of... most clubs uh, have changed their game style, and so the entries are a little bit different. So maybe that's um, – there's still some clubs that bomb it in, just bombing in at all costs, but not yeah. too many. Yeah, okay, and so it's lowered that the value of that role. Yeah, yeah okay. but, but it doesn't stop. Sicily, bloody! That's what I mean. Like, mm. it, it, I feel like the good guys who can read the play are still super good. And I reckon Ridley's that tier, but it's just—I don't think he's got the role. Is it potentially that he's not a hundred percent? Nah, I think he looks fine. Okay. Have, have, are you thinking about his knee? Yeah, yeah. I think I think he's looked fine because that'll stop you propelling all the time for those intercepts. So. Um, it's it's actually intercept role. People think you know you're sort of one out, you're free. Um, it's actually a very high collision role. Major Van Bam, Marlon Pickett, still a good role if Dusty is back. And which are the best pickups from West Coast now? All the team is back. Well, yo, because he's not highly owned. I could actually I picked him up in two leagues. This, this week, but he's been out for a long, long time and I think people gave up after last year. Um, so I think he's clearly number one. Um, Chewy got tagged and I think he's the number one person to get tagged if you're ever going to tag and we know he's brittle, so I wouldn't go him. Uh, I think Dom Sheed, I actually sold Dom Sheed this week in a keeper, but I think he becomes a really important cog for their midfield. So um, I think without being too flashy or, uh, as Peter Matera would say, um, the big fella uh, will get his hands on the footy a fair bit. And especially, like, you consider, I guess, someone might have held Dom Sheed all year. Yep, I did. And then when he got back, I sold him. But (laughs) but I am selling out my bikes. Like, he's coming in, we've seen this time and time again that people come in and they're undercooked a yeah. little bit uh, yeah. off injury. So he did 29 the first quarter, 24 in the second. Yeah. And then 5 and 12. Yeah. Like, he he basically collapsed. Yeah, it was buggered. Half. Yeah. But you saw you saw um, what we all know is when he's got the right role, he can find the field. For sure. For sure. And he's got the role. Yeah. And once he builds a tank, he's going to be good. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, and Pickett. Yeah. I'm oh, just yeah. not convinced. Firstly, with uh, Richmond's game plan, and we, we've got to start being realistic. 
Richmond's game plan is now Hawthorne's game plan, which is Collingwood's game plan. Yeah. Um, so oh, all yeah. those midfielders are, are suffering a little bit. And I wouldn't be surprised that we see a bit of movement um, out of um, those midfields, especially Hawthorne. So I think uh, Mitchell and, and Warp will probably be elsewhere next year. Yeah. <clears throat> and the Richmond side, like, I feel like you're taking a gamble regardless of every week, like on any of those players. Like someone's going to have a brain a week, someone's going to have a, a pretty down a week, and it, it's literally just on the week, and the variance is high. Yeah. So it's kind of what's the what's the, I wouldn't gamble on it. Alrighty. Tom DT, Steve, I started tuning into a podcast called By the Numbers a while back due to your recommendation. It was a great pod, but stopped. Do you listen to any similar podcasts nowadays? No. Jaden, try and sell Himmelberg now or hold for the rest of the season. Well, if you can sell him, Cam. Yeah. Well, you can't. You can't sell him. Tell me, tell me how you sell him high. Walk, walk Easy. You, you, put, you put an offer into someone but, to sell can, him. Yeah, but... That's how you do it. You actually click a button. So I'll go to I'll go to Ultimate Footy now. So I'll pick Cam's team. So I've done a trade with you. You should know have you how got, this ha- works. Have you got Himmelberg? No. But Mate. this is this is what you do. You go to a fellow uh, <laughs> an opposition team, and it's got the little arrows, blue ones that go either way. So it looks like. Uh, an equal sign, but there's little arrows both way. You press on that, and then you offer them one of your players. So that's we, how you can sell Himmelberg. I'm very excited to hear. Like, <laughs> walk me through. <laughs> I just can't. So tell, tell me, like, tell so me you're someone, an owner. Tell so, me, tell me you're an owner. Uh, and what, I only, what do I you... only wish. But so if you're an owner and you want to sell him high right. You actually yeah. look for a team that's competing in the finals that's got a shit house forward line, and they'll be drooling at um, the one twenty average over the last three games. Yeah, but they... hang on, that's that's keeper league because you're probably you're probably not doing the same trade in a, a redraft league because that that to me is close enough to collusion, right? So, oh you... well, it all depends. So if if you've got a strong forward line but a weak midfield, and they've got a strong midfield. And a week forward. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. This is where the win-win comes. I hear you, but tell tell me what you're doing here is avoiding any kind of um, solid information for the listeners' state, and I feel like that's not not helpful. So I'd love for you to offer who would give me a line, right? So midfielders, forwards, defenders. Who would you trade for for Himmelberg? Well, it all depends on who's got what. There's no sort of fixed sort of level. It depends on what two teams are. But 120 over the last three and the number one forward has got some value. So you can probably find yourself uh, an M3 or an M4. That's not the answer. So what I'm what I'm after is Cam. Cam, what answer do you want to hear? And I'll say it to you. Just just say Taylor Adams. Taylor Adams. (laughs) I'm trying. I'm trying to work this in. So what I want to hear is Tim Kelly, from your perspective. So if you if you don't have a yep. mi- if you're looking for a mid, yeah, who's the mid you're after? If you're looking for a forward, who's the forward you're after? If you're looking for a defender, well, you're, not, who's you, the... you're not swapping a forward for a forward. You're an idiot if you're, you're doing that. Um, yep. So, Joy, so Joy Simkin. 
You want okay. a name, Joy Simkin? Perfect. Done. That's all we uh, man, fuck that was hard. God, I told you. <laughs> yep, at the end. <laughs> right. No, no, but I told you, you know who this it was... is how you sell it. Fuck, you know who it's hard for is the listener. Oh, absolutely. It's so hard. For, I don't know how you're getting through this, Steve. people. Archie, need a forward, a Jack Billings or Jake Stringer, good forward trade targets for the rest of the year? Um, the, the interesting thing, so I go Billings straight away, but there's a lot of bias there. Um, but I, I will say it seemed like it took a long time for him to get in the team, so I don't know if he's on the outer. they got a lot of wings. That team. Uh, we got Big Cox. Statesman, how shit was Butters? Yeah, great. Uh, thanks, Coxie. Love you. Love your work. Uh, delicious. Someone traded in and out all the free agents in one of my leagues on Saturday so his opponent couldn't pick up an extra player to beat him. Thoughts, is this cheating or just unsportsmanlike? Unsportsmanlike conduct, but it's still fair. Ooh. I think it's fair, but yeah, what a dog. I just yeah. wouldn't try. I'd just make sure no one traded with him. Yep, correct. That's a dog act. Yeah. Massive dog act, but, you know, play on. Play on. <laughs> uh, Dylan, just uh, by the way, everyone, I've I've swept the buys in the uh, Listener League and I've got out of last into fifth, playing finals right this wow. second, so uh, get stuffed. Last uh, Dylan. Fifth. Yep, last is there, fifth. Is, is there six teams in the league? Ten. Ten yeah. teams. Ten teams. Jono's last now. Jono's yeah, excellent. <laughs> Dylan asks, should two ruck leagues be banned? Grundy weeks away and Proust seems to be allergic to being yeah. on the field. He's trotting out this lineup of Mavio Chol, our Lord and Saviour, yeah. uh, Mavio Chol, and who, Bailey who might J. be Williams. injured too. Oh, fuck, um, really? Yeah. Um, now, can I say that, can we never say Proust season again? I don't the, remember saying it ever. The, the, <laughs> the two things don't Classic. go together. Proust and season. You've yeah. just got the, the, full, the full right wing agenda. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your Never fake news. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> I think that was MJ, wasn't it? MJ was saying that over on the coaches panel. Sorry, MJ. That's all. That's all we got. Those are all the questions we have. Brilliant. And we apologise to the listeners. Um, we had a, a little bit of confusion with Cam, um, so that's why this is a bit of a gap uh, in the pod this week. But um, we're working with him. We're slowly getting there with him. Um, we'll get him there one day. Alrighty. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week, listeners. Be sure to tune into the Craft Doctors on... Um... Friday and and uh, check out all the articles on the, the website this week. Thank you very much. See you then. Thanks for listening to the Draft Doctors Podcast. For more tips and in-depth analysis, head over to thedraftdoctors.com.au.